All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome in recording artist Ashley Aurora. Ashley, what is up? Thanks for joining us. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, man, it's my pleasure to have you on board, man. You've been busy with some, uh, some musical projects as of late, haven't you? I have. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's talk about... Um, well, you know what? I, I, before I get into your, your, your current project, I did read your bio and some information on you. And one of the things I read um, was that you wanted to be a singing, like, like a singing star for, for like, years, like, since you're, like, four years old. I mean, I've been singing pretty much since the day that I was born. I think I came out the womb with a microphone in my hand. And, um, yeah, like, I've always loved uh, music, especially pop music. You know, it's just it's fun and it's exciting. And from a young age, like, as soon as I knew that that was something that you could do for a job, I said, hey, one day I'm going to grow up, I'm going to move to California, and I'm going to do that. Now, where are you originally from? The suburbs of Chicago. So you're a Midwestern girl, and you ended up out in, in Hollywood um, how old were you when you made that, that, that trek out west? Um, I think I was about 17, somewhere there. I, I don't even remember. It's a blur. <laughs> I feel wow. like I've been here forever. So did you have friends and family out there, or did you, did you just head out there solo? You know, not originally, but, like, I, I, I did have some friends that were out here, but my family back then and they still do all live in um in chicago so for me it was just you know i knew i wanted to move here and i just mm. i did my thing <laughs> so you're like a risk taker you're somebody who likes to take risks that's a risk oh yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's a big that's really you know it's really a it's a it's a brave it's a brave thing to do especially at that age at 17 you thank said. you and it's also a little bit risky and it's also you know can be dangerous because I, look, I used to go to Los Angeles a lot. I used to be out in Hollywood. Um, and, you know, you just walk around. And you know that. You live out there. You walk around Hollywood Boulevard, and there's a lot of people that, that are on skid row that, that just... Well, I don't live on Hollywood Boulevard, but I get what you're saying. No, yeah, no, no. I, I didn't definitely... insinuate that you live there, but you've, you've walked down the yeah. street, though. Oh, I see. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely I see it. And it's there's a lot in L.A. It's definitely a tough city to make it in, but I always had my mind and my heart set on it, so I just knew that one way or another I'd make it work, and I have so far. <laughs> That's awesome, man. It's really, it's really, you know, kudos to you. I really, really, really admire that. All right, so No Matter What, I want to talk about your latest project, No Matter What. Give me the backstory behind that. Um, so I wrote that song, No Matter What. I wrote it probably a year or two ago. And for me, I think that it's just very representative of the fact that kind of piggybacking off of what we were just talking about you know I have certain things that I want to get from life and you know certain goals and I would do whatever it takes to make that happen you know no matter what it's going to happen it's going to work out it's going to be great and you know I think that anyone can listen to that song and find something that they relate to you know something that they want to make happen or just you know something that the way they want their life to go if you would do anything and you know sacrifice the little things to make it happen it's going to happen and that's you know mm -hmm the message that I'm trying to send with that. You know, when I grew up, because I'm, I'm a lot older than you are, so I grew up in the 80s, and it was different back then. The music scene was much different, where aspiring musical artists would, would you know, the holy grail would be to get signed by a major label, like Atlantic Records or Capitol Records. Um, that would be, like, the holy grail of, of you know, of, of your career, to get signed. 
Then, of course, the record label, they, they finance your, your, your tours and they distribute your records. Nowadays, it's different. Now, now it's not quite that same path. So when you, when you look at your career, of course, you just talked about your, your latest single, No Matter What. What's the, what's the path to get radio stations to spin that? What do you do? What, what is your, you know, your, your path to get out there, to get your songs across the country? You know what I really like about this generation that I happen to be born into, and I'm I'm just really grateful to be alive at this time, is because social media is such a thing. You know, the internet and all these different social media apps have created an environment where it's very democratized. You know, anybody can go out there, and if they really have a, a clear message and a clear vibe, and if they have good music, you can spread it. You know, anyone can spread their own word on their own just through social media. I mean, Instagram is my favorite app. I'm always on Instagram. I'm addicted. And you can use Instagram to, you know, to show your music as well as to, you know, kind of show people your image and what you're about and to connect with others and to connect with your listeners. And it's just, it's great how a lot of the control is in our hands as the creators, whereas back in the day, it wasn't that way so much. Yeah, it's a great answer, and it's true. Um, maybe the only difference being... I think I think once you got signed back in the day, um, in a lot of cases you made pretty darn good money pretty quickly if you signed to a you know a legit reputable label and they got behind you. On social sites, um, social media, um, unless you like on YouTube for example, I'll give you an example. There's a young kid now. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's a hip hop. He's a rapper. He's a white kid. His name is I, I am the real AK. Uh -huh. um, he went from zero subscribers to almost one million subscribers in one year on his YouTube right. channel. So something like that, I can see where he can make good money. Because if you can rack up that kind of you know, subs on your YouTube, of course you're partnered with YouTube. Um, you can make good money, but you have a you know you have to have a crap load of sub subscribers. Um, so like when you release a song on social sites, uh, social media, uh, the money. I don't know. You tell me because I'm just really not sure. Can you make really good money fairly quick, or or you have to really blow up your your, subscri your sub subscribers and followers? I mean, you know, it really depends because YouTube is one site where, yeah, they do pay you based on the amount of views that you mm -hmm. have and the amount of subscribers, but there are so many other platforms. You know, let's say if you release your song on Spotify yeah. or on Apple Music, that also counts. You do get money from that streaming. And the more sites and the more places that you're featured on and the more um, apps where you have a following, the more money that you can make. You know, the more you get out there, the more maybe certain people that you want to work with or certain people that may want to invest in your music can hear you. So I think it's really cool just to put yourself out there as much as you can. And even if you don't get viral off of, you know, one video on YouTube, it's easier than you'd think to build up a following mm -hmm. throughout social media in general. Yeah, I, li I love it. I, I'm, I'm, I just, I wish I had social media when I was your age. I really do. <laughs> I mean, well, seriously. again, I, I'm grateful that I have it. You know, it's great. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful I have it too. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I and I do use it. I, you know, because I've written a few books, so, so I've sold books on online, and of course, my podcast. I I, I, I use uh, social media to spread the links for this uh -huh. very podcast. I mean, you are on. We will use Twitter and um, to get it out there. So yeah, it's great. All right. So also, I read in your bio. Um, uh, you released a song back in 2015, I believe. The beat goes on. Mm -hmm. That um, I listened to it. I really liked it too. Kind of had Thank a Britney you. Spears, Britney Spears ring to it. <laughs> uh, you probably hear I that love a lot. Britney. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, the, you're influenced there by her. 
No, she was my first favorite musician ever. Yeah. I love her. I always will love her. <laughs> well, what about that song? You did same kind of same thing. You just you just you sing it. I'm sorry. You write it, uh, produce it, and then go to social media, and then you just move on to the next song. I mean, I yeah. I mean, for me right now, I I'm actually working on an EP. And uh, that song is not a part of it, but no matter what is part of that, and there's uh, there's going to be probably about, I want to say, six other songs that are going to be on it. And they're all pop, but they all have a little bit of a different sound, so I'm excited to share the rest of those with everybody. So no matter what's the first release off this new new EP, when, when do you want to yes. release the new one? Do you, do you know what you want to call it yet? Yes, I do. It's called In the Eye of the Perfect Storm, and I want to say it should be out this summer. Hopefully at the beginning of the summer. <laughs> we'll see. I'm a perfectionist, so yeah. that that may range. <laughs> That's got as good and as bad. There's a, there's a lot of exactly. there's a lot of ups and downs with that. Uh, more ups though, for sure, than, than downs. Um, all right, so walk me through this part too, just because I'm old and and I don't know all the answers on this. So let's let's fast forward. So you release date, you release a new EP, and and you hit it. You know, you, you hit it hard on your social media, Spotify, all the places where people can buy it. So now talk to me about touring and playing live performances. And I'm going to use the example of my old age again, because back in the 80s, you know, when, when bands would get signed, or even unsigned bands, they would look for management and sponsors to try to try to help them, because it costs money to, to, you know, get all your equipment together and go travel around and play. So what? So how, do, how does Ashley Aurora do that? When you, when you get this thing released, talk about your live performances and, and that procedure. Oh, definitely. No, I'm all about that. I love being on stage. Uh, I do have some upcoming performances. Uh, I'm not going to say what's going on yet because, you know, that's still in the works sure. as far as, like, the exact dates. But I do have some performances coming up in L.A. and in Orange County. And I'm really excited because I have some new music to share. And I just, I never feel more alive than when I'm on stage. So it's going to be a lot to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love Los Angeles. And what I lo one of the many things I love about L.A., when I'm out there, it's like you never know who you're going to run into. Um, uh -huh. You know that you know that bar, um, the Rainbow Rainbow Bar and Grill. Have you heard of it? Yeah, that's on Sunset and yes. San Vicente, I think. Yes. Yeah, I got there. <laughs> I got drunk with with the actor Ron Perlman in there one night. Um, oh no way! Oh my God! It was one of the my it was one of the funnest uh -huh. nights of of all like like all my life. Um, yeah, he, you know, he's, of course, he was in Sons of Anarchy and, and, and Hellboy and a million different things. But yeah, we were in there covering, um, I used to run a boxing mixed martial arts website, and Manny Pacquiao, the professional fighter from the Philippines, uh -huh. trains at the Wildcard Gym on Vine Street in Hollywood. And, um, so I was out in LA covering his training camp. He was preparing for this huge fight. So we went out to Rainbow, and then Ron Perlman had to be like right next to me at this bar. So we just started shooting the breeze. Told me he was a big boxing fan. We started talking. So, long story short, we just did shots and drank all night. Um, hey, I love it. That's that, the LA way to do things. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so it was great. So that's it, so. My point is, is, it's great to live in LA. You never know who you're gonna run into. Yep. Then you network with people. So that's got to be a real plus for you to be in LA for your career. Oh, totally. You know, so many of the great people that I'm working with now, as far as producers, as far as you know, PR, management, all of that. I want to say about. 80 to 90 percent of them i've met just out being social you yeah. know you don't plan to meet these people it just happens and it's great i love it yeah man that's how the wildcard gym the boxing gym on vine street you I mean i used to go in there I used to cover the, the boxing training camps and 
so it's, you know, I was just blown away. I mean, one second, Mario Lopez, the actor's in there working out. You see him on a treadmill. Hey, I've met him, too. I met him at Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah, actually, it was funny. They were filming for the Christmas parade. Yeah. And that was my first, like, holiday season in L.A., and I happened to be at Disneyland, and me and my friend, we were walking there past the Dumbo ride, and they were going to film this whole scene there. And they pulled me aside, and they were like, hey, do you want to be um, in the Christmas parade with Mario Lopez? I'm like, sure, of course. Yeah. So that ended up being, like, a whole thing. You know, it's, you really never know. That's, me and that's... Mario Lopez actually share a birthday, different year, but we're 1010. See, that's awesome. Mario Lopez. So funny. Mario Lopez posed with me on the back cover of my first book. Oh, cool. Yep, and I met him at Wildcard Gym, and I was in there to meet with a photographer to shoot the cover of it. Um, cool. And, and, and it was, it was, let me just tell you how cool this guy is. So I met the photographer, went there, we're, we're taking some shots for the book, and his name was Gil Ortiz. I want to give him a plug. He's a great photographer in Los Angeles. And he says, hey, he's like, have you have any ideas for a back cover? And I said, no, nah, not really. I you know, just I haven't really thought about it. He's like, well, Mario Lopez is in here. He's over there working out. He's like, I'm pretty good friends with him. I was like, come on, man. You, you, you don't think he would do it, do you? It happened. Right. <laughs> actually, it happened that fast. He walks up to him while Mario's on, his, on the treadmill. He's like, hey, my buddy Brad's shooting photos for his book. Would you be interested in being on the back cover? And Mario's like, yeah, cool. That quick. That easy. He took a shower, and within 20 minutes, he, we were posing for the back cover of the book, me and Mario Lopez. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Isn't that great? He's such a great guy, man. He is. No, you know, it's cool. I met him, too. I met him with his little daughter. I think she was, like, three at the time. She was yeah. in her little mini Mouse outfit. And they, they were both so cool. I love him. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is, man. He's a great dad, too. He's a great father, mm -hmm. too. Oh, I could tell. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. All right, so let's get back on your career. We talked about Mario Lopez enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what about your, um, what are your goals? I mean, we talked about, we talked about what you got, you know, coming out. Um, we talked about your release of No Matter What. Um, where do you where do you want to see? What do you think? That's a better way to say. It, where do you think your career will be, say, in two years? Well, you know, I'm a firm believer that we manifest our own destinies, and I believe that whatever I believe, if I really put my mind into it, it's going to happen. So, what I think is going to happen is what is going to happen, and what will happen is that you know I'm going to be very successful. I definitely I be sharing with my music my sharing my music with the world because you know it might sound cheesy but the whole reason that I've always wanted to be uh, you know a pop musician and a performer is because I want to inspire people the way that music inspires me you know obviously you know being famous and all the perks that come with being successful in music are great but the reason why is just I just want to reach as many people as possible I want to make people smile I want to be on tour you know all around the world entertaining people, you know, mm. giving them some great memories and a great soundtrack to their lives and giving them something that they can relate to but that's uplifting at the same time, you know, even if they're going through a bad spots, something that's uplifting and, you know, I want to get involved in acting as well, mm. you know, I've, I, I've had acting experience and I, you know, that's fun for me, so really whatever I can do to spreading my, my art and creativity in the next two years, I'm going to do it. That's great, man. And definitely acting is a good a good segue from uh, music into acting. A lot of people do it. You know, one of the reasons I really admire Lady Gaga is because she's done what you were just talking about. Oh, I love her. Uh, so do I. I she's so on, she's she's one of my favorite people. Um, just the I, I mean I can't even wrap my head around how many people she's literally saved. Probably like like literally saved right. their lives. So inspirational. Uh, I yeah. love her. I have so much respect for her. 
yeah, she she separated. You know, there's a lot of really good people in the world, and there's then there's like really really kick ass people, and then there's that then there's that elite level of like just mind bogglingly great people. Right. You know, and what she's done for the world and people and, and constantly giving back. I'm a huge Lady Gaga exactly. fan. Exactly. That's, yeah. for me, like, I want to have a past like that. You know, whatever it is, if I end up being more of a musician, more of an actress, I mean, obviously I love music. That's my passion. But whatever I can do, like, how she has to reach as many people as possible, that's really the goal. Because I want to inspire and I want to help the world. Just And she's a great example of that, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's why she popped in my head when you, when you were answering me before. You were telling me what your what your vision is and... She's the perfect example, and I, and I really think yeah. you know. Look, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna toot your horn a little bit. You're you're very very pretty. You're very very talented. You have, in my opinion, you have everything that you need. You're just gonna have to you know that that somebody would gonna have to just hear you and the right person. You know how that works. I mean, the right person yeah. to, to hear you, and I think you have all the packages. I really do. Thank you. You know, yeah, I think that what's meant to be is meant to be, and. I have faith, so Good. stay tuned. <laughs> That's great. Now, I did want to ask about your musical influences, and we touched on Britney a little bit and Lady Gaga for as far as mentor-type stuff. Anybody else? Any other musical influences? You know, growing up, I listened to all, all, all genres of music. Like, when I was really young, the first thing that I remember listening to really was my mom would always play the oldies station, you know, like the pop music and the rock from the 60s and the 70s, and I loved it. Like the Beach Boys, the Beatles, I love like all those the nice. girl groups like the Supremes. I love them. I love the harmonies they used to use back then, the way that they would write a song. It's just that always has and it still does inspire me when I write. You know, I think that they were very thoughtful in the way that they put their music together and that's great. I love that type of music. I love that style. Um, you know, classic rock, I love pop. Obviously I'm a huge pop fan, all genres. I love bubblegum pop, I love EDM hip hop, mm. I love hip hop and R&B, this new trap pop, just everything. Like, there's so many, you can't really name a genre that hasn't influenced me in some way because I love music, so I just kind of take in everything that I hear. You know, I wish the world can just, like, listen to music and chill. Yes, right? Wouldn't it be such a better place? I mean, come on, everybody's so angry, and it's not only America, like, well, the whole world is just pissed off. I mean, there's beautiful, right. wonderful people within it. Don't get me wrong. You know, we we just talked about Lady Gaga and and even yeah. people who aren't even on the main stage. It's just wonderful people. But my God, there's so much anger and, and just just violence yeah. and war and negativity and toxic. A it's lot just, of low vibes. That's what it is. We need more people that are that are very high vibe yeah. and that are loud about it. Yeah. To overpower that, I think. Everybody should have a grilled cheese sandwich and just chill with some music, man. You know, grilled cheese. That's so it really <laughs> is. It really or hey, if you don't eat cheese, maybe have a, a in and out burger yeah, or have man. a peanut butter jelly and just sit and relax and soak up the sun. Yeah, man. You know, and just just, just relax. relax. This world is so it's not that difficult. Life is so precious. <laughs> you know, here here's a serious thing, I know we're just kinda of, we're kinda of joking a little bit. But Life is so precious, man, and it's, it's amazing to me how so many people can take it for granted and, and just throw it away, yeah. just, just living recklessly and being just being ignorant. Like, oh you really, God, yeah. really can wrap your head around it for a second. Think about how, how like, like the odds of you actually even being created and being able to live is astro astronomical, you know? So right. it's like amazing when you really think about it, how people just throw that away. This is mind-boggling to me, and music's such a... It's a universal medicine. You know, it's been around for, yeah, for millennia, yeah. too. Yeah. 
It's so true. You know, I think that what it is is that people get to that point where they think that nothing matters or that they don't have the power to make things better for themselves. But the, the secret is that we all do. Yeah. And I think music, why I'm so passionate about it and making a career out of it is because I can help other people remember that they do have that power the way that that's how music helped me when I was a kid. Like, mm. you know, I didn't have the easiest childhood, but music helped me and it made me stronger. And I think that everyone should get to have that experience. Yeah, man. You know, I re recently interviewed a young man. He's, he's a musician. Um, it was about six months ago, maybe. And music literally saved his life. He was actually on the cusp of suicide. He, he actually even picked the day he was going to kill himself. And wow. the day before he was going to do it, he opened up his closet looking for something, and his guitar was in there. And he just picked it up and started playing it. And that, he said, was like, like the second win that he needed. Um, oh, my God. Wow. It's a true. It is, in fact, it's, 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 he, met, he talks about it on my podcast show. It's on there. Wow. It's amazing. So music can just be, just literally life, life. Literally. Saving. Yep. Yeah, life saving. It's, I've, I mean, I, I can totally see that. It can really, it can get you through anything because yep. it, it speaks to something deeper than words, really. Yeah. Even if something is something as simple as somebody humming, or uh -huh. just whistling, you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's something so powerful about music that can just change your yep. whole everything. So. Cool. So true. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, man, me too. All right, so when you write music, what are some things that, that trigger your brain to write certain songs? I mean, obviously there's filters, you know what I mean? Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to control ourselves and we'd write about squirrels running down, you know, the street. I mean, so what are, what are some things that really you channel into that inspires you to write? Um, you know, it's interesting. I I don't honestly. People have asked me that before, and I'm not sure where my inspiration comes from, because a lot of the time I'll say I get inspiration when two main places: when I'm in the shower, or when I'm outside. I work out a lot. I love to do a lot of power walking and running, and a lot of the times I do it outside if I can, if the weather's nice, which here in California pretty much every day it is. So yeah. I go outside. And maybe it's the nature, I don't know what it is, like, but I'll just be minding my business, working out, and I'll get an idea. And maybe I'll just get a line, just one line that I want to put in a verse, and I build the whole concept of that song around that line and what that line's talking mm. about. Or maybe I get a, a little part of a melody, and I start to build off that, and I think, okay, what do these notes and chords make me, you know, think of what kind of world is it painting? And, you know, I, I never, I'm not the type to sit and be like, okay, I have to write about this. Or if something happens to me... I won't necessarily sit, you know, in my bed and be like, okay, I'm going to write about this horrible thing that just happened. I feel like I, like, I kind of internalize things a bit, but then at some point later, it comes out through some idea, and then it does eventually work its way into a song, but I feel like I process it internally in a way that I don't even know what's happening, and then it just spits back wow. out in a completely different form. So it's kind of cool, but that way I never know what to expect, and that's why I love writing, because I just, I never even know what I'm going to write. But I'm always happy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so you go on autopilot. I kind of do. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I've written songs that I don't even remember writing, but they're, you know, I like them. <laughs> wow, that's great, man. That's good stuff. All right, so um, what, what what did I miss? We talked about your we talked about your uh, your, your your single that you released, no matter what, and and you you tease us a little bit with your EP and some things about that. Um, anything else that I missed that we want, I want to talk that you want to talk about before I let you go? 
Um, well, definitely, if you're, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and if this is your first time hearing of me, I would recommend checking out my social media. Instagram is the best place to see all that you want to see about me. Absolutely. Um, my Instagram is the Ashley Aurora, A U R O R A. And the and Ashley are spelled the way that you would expect them to be spelled. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And um, that's the main place where I release things. And, of course, I'm on Spotify and Apple Music and all that. And, yeah, that's about it. There it is, folks. We have her on board, Ashley Aurora. Look for her new stuff. Uh, check her out on Instagram. And I will, I will make sure I put your Instagram link into the lead-in article. And um, I really want to thank you for doing this. And I want you to come back on the podcast show once you have some more stuff to talk about whenever you're ready to release um, we'll get you back on cool definitely yeah thank you so much for having me and i totally look forward to the next one <laughs> you're very welcome